Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. Today is a day that only a couple of us are here. Usually the Fab Five are here. And right now we have Whitney and me. I'm Kathleen. Thank you for joining us. Claudette, Sarah, and Catherine are all preoccupied and they will be back with us next week. So we're really excited about bringing to you today When do you feel most authentic? As you know, we often get caught up into the the worries and the the world pressures of what everybody else wants or what everyone else needs and and our, our desire to please people. And what does it mean to feel authentic? You know, authenticity means you're true to your own personality, your values and your spirit and what drives your soul and your heart. You're actually acting from your heart versus the allowing the pressures that you're under to act otherwise. That means you're honest with yourself and you're honest with others. It also means that you take responsibility for your actions and your values and ideas and actions align. Now, I'm wondering, you know, there I can find, I can think of times even as of last week, I was in a retreat, a spiritual retreat, yes, a, a personal development retreat that went really deep. And there were times even within this retreat that I didn't want to be my authentic self because I had triggers that popped up. And I knew that it was bubbling and I didn't want to cry in front of 10 other people. I didn't want to bring it forth in front of the group. So I could feel the dissonance in my body and and the being out of alignment with what my soul wanted. My soul wanted to allow whatever was being triggered to come up to go. And yet I was trying to push it down. So I'm curious, Whitney, um, where you have found yourself where you haven't really been authentic uh, with your true self and um, what you did to bring yourself back into alignment. You know, so the interesting thing about this is sort of on a daily basis, moment to moment, you know, you sort of, well, I'll save me. I go through life and I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm who I am. (laughs) <laughs> who I meant to be. I'm doing my thing, right? And then there are those moments when I sit and you know, I'm really big on silence and taking the time to get curious and ask questions. And the last, I don't know, two weeks ago or so, I was going through some things emotionally, uh, lost someone uh, in my life. 
there was some drama surrounding that event that I felt was unnecessary. And I felt myself really sort of slipping into what would be a term that I learned when I was studying organizational behavior um, called a toxic handler. And it's something that I haven't had to do really since I left my last job. And when I was studying and we we read this article about the toxic handler, it's the person that everyone goes to with their stuff, right? And no one's ever there for the toxic handler. And so that person stuff just sort of builds up and builds up and either they find an outlet for it or there's ultimately some sort of event. I'll just put it that way. An event. Jesus event, right? <laughs> Yeah, some sort of event, someone blows up or, you know, whatever. And so I haven't had to do that in a really long time. And I hadn't really thought about it. And so as I had taken on this role, sort of unconsciously, naturally, but unconsciously, I found myself like, what is, what's going on with me? What's wrong with me? Why am I feeling out of sorts. And immediately I just sort of, you know, chalked it up to the loss, right? Um, Someone died in, in my world and I sort of chalked it up to that. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I was saddened by that, but it wasn't, it wasn't sadness that I was feeling. It was a heaviness of taking on things that were not mine to take on. And what's really interesting about this is that this is happening in the midst of a book launch. And the book is Invisible No More, Invincible Forevermore. And oddly enough, or not oddly, because there are no coincidences, my chapter is titled Authentically Me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how synchronistic that we're talking about this today. Right? And, and... So I reread the chapter and then I just sat with my pen and journal and just started asking some questions. It's like, what, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling it? You know, what is the, what is the real core of what I was feeling? Not just what I was feeling, but why was I feeling what I was feeling? And it came back to taking on things that are not mine to take on. Right. And then I started asking, well, why are you doing that? what are you getting out of this? And, and I didn't want people to think X, Y, Z, right? There, there were a number of things, but I didn't want people to think X, Y, Z. And the interesting thing about that is one of my favorite quotes is by Betty Davis. And it says, what other people think of me is none of my business. (laughs) Right. I and, was saying that quote this weekend to some friends, what other people tell you is none of your business. <laughs> exactly. Which gives me permission to just be me. I don't have to take on other people's stuff, whether they are business people, family people, whatever. I can have empathy. I can have sympathy. I can be a listening ear 
if I choose to be, but I don't have to take on it and internalize it. And that's what was going on. And that part is not me because it upsets my peace, right? Mm -hmm. And being me is being at peace, being in balance, being in harmony, being in flow. It is, yes, being caring, being considerate, kind, all of those things, but that does not mean it's, it is not me and it's not my job to take on other people's drama and stuff that um, they are actually passing off, which is the, the, the part, this, the challenge, right? Is because they're passing it off so that they can feel what they want to feel and then someone else is absorbing that. And, and it's all energy, right? We know it. That's all it is. It's just energy. And so I sat and wrote pages and pages about what was going on. And it's like, you know what? You have to get back to being you, which means or meant in that situation. It means in general, you know, I'm good. I'm, I am good with hearing what you have to say. But beyond that, it's not my job to make you feel better about it. To I can share my thoughts if you are interested in my thoughts, advice if you want to ask for it. But it is, it's not for me to solve the problem. And that's, that's what was happening. People were asking me to solve problems. One, here's the big thing, Kathleen. I didn't have the authority to even solve the problem. That's right. And so the being stressed out about something that I didn't even have any control over. All I could do is say what I could say, which I ultimately did. I reached out to some people. I said my piece. I ultimately had conversations with people say, this is, this is the path that, you know, you're asking me, here's the path. Do it. Don't do it. I'm out. Good for you. And immediately that came back. And so, and, and where does that come from? It comes from, yeah, the quote by Betty Davis, that, that's part of it. But the other part is that I just believe that my role, my gift to the world is to love people, serve them and give of myself, but not to the point of, Detriment of yourself. Not to the detriment of myself. Right, right. right. And I can give and give. And when it comes from a place of love, that's the thing. You can give and give. And when it comes from a place of love rather than obligation. And I think that those were the words I wrote down. Something about obligate. I felt like I was obligated. And it's the obligation that was creating the angst in me that was it was taking the the piece out of it this obligation to do something to fix something to be the fixer to be the toxic handler and i was like you know what i, I don't i don't do that anymore that i don't i don't do that anymore <laughs> congratulations Whitley. oh my gosh it's like you gave up the responsibility of fixing other people's problems and you know from my perspective I see being authentic as being compassionate to myself as well as to others. It's not about 
disregarding other people's challenges right. or emotions or deep sorrow even or grief you're just saying i honor you and i also honor me enough to be authentic with you to say right now i'm also grieving and i can share with you my perspective but i and i also not but and i also need to take care of myself right now and I mean, we are often driven, and I, I should say maybe me, but I think the world is often driven by being afraid of upsetting someone else, being afraid to share our true feelings because we don't want to offend someone. Right. But when we do that, we really become out of alignment with ourselves. And, you know, what you know, at this retreat, every time I go to deeper into my own work, I come back out with these amazing gifts and, and knowledge and awarenesses that I love to share. And one of the things that came out of this past week for me is that our body is always talking. We've had this show before. Our, our body is always talking to us. But what's even more fascinating to me is that when we're feeling heavy, when we're feeling in blame or shame or guilt or whatever those obligations and responsibilities, when we're feeling all that, our body is heavier. Our body is aching. Our, our body's talking to us. And what it's saying is that what we're believing in that moment is not true to our soul. So we get to realign what is true to us. Our purpose is to be a light in this world, to shine, to like kind of hold the lantern up so where people can, can we can be the guides, but we can't, yes. we can't do it for them. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And being vulnerable is being authentic. Being honest is being authentic with ourselves and with others. So we, for me, I also know that I can trick myself in believing into believing something that's simply not true. For example, you know, and I keep going back to this retreat, but I think these are all really good teaching points is that someone had said something about another person being an extraordinary mom. And it really, really triggered me. And it triggered me because my son took his life. <laughs> and what happened is I went down in this downward spiral and the beliefs that I was having was completely in opposite of what my soul knew to be true. But the belief I had, well, if I were an extraordinary mom, I could have prevented him or I could have, I should have done something differently. I should have known more at the time I was raising Logan and changed my behavior. Now, hindsight's 2020. Of course, we're going to say, you know, I could have done that or I should have done something different or I could have done something different. But the fact is, we get into those downward spirals because we're not being authentic with ourselves. Those, that is that, so true. Yeah. 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 And, and so guilt, shame, blame, none of that is in alignment with your soul. Now, if you have done something that you feel is warrants an apology, warrants a discussion, then own it. <laughs> and step into it because that is being authentic. 
And you're right, the blame, shame, and guilt, that stuff, it only serves the purpose of calling attention to something. And you take responsibility if there's something to take responsibility for, and then you make some changes. Holding on to that, holding on to those emotions or those states is what's not serving, right? The, right. the, the It brings up something deal with it, address it, deal with it, and then move on. Holding on to it just doesn't serve. And in that respect, I was, and I was having some problems. I started training for um, a race uh, for coming up soon. And I started having problems with my knees. And, you know, I've had knee problems for some time. And back problems. And so initially started out, everything was good. And then I started actually training with someone. And I think the initial starting to train with someone in the midst of all this other stuff, sort of, uh, again, this sort of piling on of things that weren't mine. I adore this person that I'm training with, but there are some things that I had to acknowledge that in her presence, I have to protect myself, right? Her issues, they're not mine. They're not for me to solve. They're and none of that. And the things that I was feeling, I was like, you know what? This, <laughs> you went from not having, had been running for a while and not having any problems. And then just like this, I think piling on of emotions and stuff that wasn't mine was creating in my body. And you mentioned this, and my body was the outward manifestation of the things that I was feeling internally. And again, just had to sit down. It's like, what, what is going on here? Claude, you know, Claudette would say, what are you believing that makes this possible? Right. And so I got. I have a deck of cards and this is a, a, a power thought cards by Louise Hayes. Hey, and one of the cards that I pulled and I've been working really daily is I am willing to let go. I am willing to let go. And then on the back, this reminder, I release others <laughs> to experience whatever is meaningful to them or in their best and highest, right? Whatever is for them. And I am free to create that which is meaningful or in my best and highest to me. And that reminder, you just can't take on other people's crap. (laughs) Because what you'll end up with is their crap in your body Right. right, it's not even my crap in my showing body. up with your own. knees, <laughs> showing up with your knees, showing up in your back. It's you know, so it's carrying. Absolutely. You know, yeah. when you start to carry other people, you start to be weighed down, and by carrying other people's issues, other people's thoughts, other people's um, beliefs you don't take it away from them. You add to the world more challenges. You add to the world more, more of those negative beliefs, those negative thoughts. You're adding more challenges into the energy of the world. You're not taking it away. So I read a article 
preparing for this, I read an article from Mindful and there's four questions that they have in this article, four questions for authenticity, how you become more authentic in yourself. And the four questions are, what am I afraid would happen if I shared my experience right now with this person? The second is, how will I feel if I don't share what I'm thinking and feeling? The third, if I weren't afraid, what would I most want to say to this person right now? And fourth, how can I share this with even more vulnerability? Now, all four questions directly connect to fear. What are we most afraid of? How can we, you know, what are we afraid of? And we're putting a lot of value. I think really what, what really was striking for me in the article what I got from it was we're putting more value on other people's thoughts about us than what's right for us. And that is doing no good for you. It's doing no good for them. It's not doing no good for the energy in the world because right. you're continuing to perpetually go down in that neg- negative spiral of judgment of self, judgment of others, and the belief that you have some ability to fix someone else's problems. And is it really a problem to fix? It's their journey, right? Exactly. That, and that's the thing. It is their journey. And so, like you said earlier, to be a light is fine. To be a guide is fine. To be the fixer is not our role. Our role is not to fix other people's problems, their lives. We can be along the journey as a guide and sharing what we have been through, what we've learned on ours. But ultimately, they have to decide whether or not they're going to take that wisdom. They're going to use that wisdom and, and, and move forward with it, right? And so we can share all day long, but we can't have angst about whether or not it does anything for them. And, and it is just... I lay it here before you. And then I let go. Right. I said, I don't care, but I can't care about your issues more. (laughs) I care about myself, right? Because I can't give what I don't have. And if I'm constantly filled up with other people's stuff, I cannot fill myself with the love that I need to have and, and, and light I need to have to share. And so the vessel can only hold what it can hold, right? Whatever that is, it it can be limitless, but we're pouring out what we have. And so what happens is that what gets poured out starts being toxic, toxic itself. Right. So in relationships, so I'm pulling in this negativity and crap over here. Then I'm giving it out over here yeah. because that is what's at the surface. Right. And so that's what's going to sort of last in first out. And so that's what's going to end up going. And that's not who that's not who I am. That's not who I am. And so it just, it simply became a matter and becomes a matter of in order to stay connected in, a, in alignment, it's intentional, it's conscious, it's in the moment, 
right? It's about being present so that things that do not belong within are, are stopped at the door, right? And so I just get to make a, a conscious decision. I'm not, I'm not taking this on. This is not mine. I'm not taking it on. Therefore, I'm protected and then I am free to continue to pour out the love, the light, the gifts, the wisdom that is within without having to shed the toxic layers first. Yeah. And you don't have to do it alone. I also heard you say that, you know, you can ask for what you need as well. You know, what I heard you say at the beginning is that you were taking it all on for everyone else and no one was there for you. But in fact, there are some people in your life that would be there for you. Not the people who needed you, but there were some people in your life, you know, like we, the five of us, the four of us were there and said, Hey, what do you need? We're here for you. You don't have to do this alone. So no, your authentic self gets to be supported. Oh, absolutely. And in reality, you guys were there in different ways, helping you and I had brief sessions. So you absolutely were here. That comment was more about the toxic handler in general, not, not specifically this time, but sort of in general. And when I started to think about it, which is like, well, reach out to someone you, and I didn't have to do this alone. In addition to the fact that you guys were like, I'm looking at you, you're not okay. Right. You're, you're not okay. So what's going on? And, and and then it becomes an opportunity. But, and I think that's a good thing for our listener to understand that it may feel like you're alone. Right. Let your vulnerability, let it do its work in you, for you. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't feel like you're going to be a burden to someone and therefore you're going to, you know, suffer through it alone. There's, there's no need for that. So if you have feel like you have need and you could use help support, you know who you can turn to. And if you really feel like you don't have someone you can turn to, then I'm going to offer up Claudette and Kathleen. They're <laughs> really, this is what they do. They're really good at it. And this is what they do. And so I would say, you know, turn to them and see how they can be of assistance in your journey and that. We both have communities that are reasonably priced. I'm not sure what Claudette's community is, but I have a sacred connections community that's $33 a month. And we meet four times a month on Zoom. So we brainstorm, we, we, collaborate we go deeper into healing we do oracle card readings we i channel you know there's all kinds of things that we do in these sacred connection communities so where it's not me per se that's doing all the work and i'm saying this me claudette any community that you're in the energy is multiplied so it's not one plus one equals two it's one times one times 10 times. So the energy expands and it's like a vortex. So you're being supported not only by me, but also the people in the community and vice versa. You know, your energy, just your presence there and not trying to sell the sacred community connection. But if you have a community that you want to be a part of, then join it because it's really important 
for support. And it reminds me, Whitney, of the prayer. And I don't remember the prayer and you probably know it, but it's, you know, it's more of a, a saying or that there's two sets of footprints in the sand. Mm-hmm. And when someone is in most need, it only has one footprint and one set of it's footprints. Been carried. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, they're asking why did, you know, source or God leave me? And they're like, Oh no, we didn't leave you. We ca- we were carrying this you. This is That's when we I- carried you. Yeah. 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 It's, exactly. it's a poem. It's called footprints. Um, okay. Yeah. And yeah. so, yes. And exactly, that's what community is for. And I think there's a part of us that thinks if I'm being authentically me, then I'm strong enough to do this alone. I can, and it's exactly the opposite. When you are in need, your authentic self is telling you you are in need. So when you can stand on your own, stand on your own. When you are in need, Stand in your need and reach out as you need. That's what being authentic is, right? It's it's knowing who you are, what you are in any moment, and that can shift and change. It's we're not rigid. We are not just one thing, which is an, another part of this. We aren't just you know a, a bunch of labels. Right. I'm mom. I'm a coach. I'm a a wife. I am. You're not just a bunch of labels. You are. I am. Kathleen is. We're all kinds of things. Right. And, And labels are included in that. There are feelings and emotions and other aspects of our being that are a part of that. And ultimately, your job your purpose sort of is to get to the core of that, to understand who you are and who you were created to be, who you were meant to be, and to, you know, shed off all the stuff that keeps you from being that. And that's the stuff that keeps you out of balance and out of whack and out of alignment all this other stuff that, you know, your parents and, and their well-meaning the society, friends, you know, jobs, former bosses, former lovers, all of the stuff, right? Taking on other people's stuff and then holding on to, and those people are long gone. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they forgot about all your stuff. Right? <laughs> and, and have forgotten about you totally. And you're yeah. still holding on to stuff that was someone yeah. else's stuff in addition to the stuff in the relationship. So it, getting to the core of who you are authentically is about, you know, shedding all of those layers of things that keep you from being able in the moment to ask the questions that you ask, right? What, what am I afraid of? Who do I need to talk to? You know, what am I feeling right now? Where do I need to go? What decisions do I need to make? And then Take a deep breath. Yeah. And then just be that. Just be that. And how you can just do all that and be all that. And I say do, but it's really doing is being. And do be your, meet your deepest needs every day, your wishes, your values, speak up for yourself, ask for what you want, and don't put up with abuse of any kind. 
you know, give up the belief of that you can, you have any ability to fix anybody else's problem and design your own life. And, you know, we have a couple of minutes left, but I have six ways to connect with your authentic self today, you know, and just create this as a practice of, and, you know, this was Huffington Post as well, but it, it is really, I, I think that just bringing it all back together of everything that Whitney has said and I have shared is in these six things. And the first is be a good zookeeper. When your physical self is content, it's easier to connect with your authentic self. Second, listen to your body, which we talked about, because your body is an animal. It cannot lie to you. Three, shut the should ups. You know, the, all the shoulds, I, I should be doing something. The fourth is try not trying. Your efforting and fixing someone else's issues or efforting in your life is only causing more pain and turmoil in your life. Tell the truth. There's a way that you can compassionately tell the truth without offending others. And if they are offended, what they're thinking of you is none of your business. And lastly, gather your tribe, which is exactly what Whitney and I were talking about, is that you have a tribe that you know that you can go to that will meet your needs when you need it the way you want it. Now, oftentimes we go to other people that we want to fix our problems that we know that they can't, you know, it's like we know that those people that we go to are not meeting your needs. So why go to them? So go to the tribe that you know that are going to be there and hold compassion for you and allow you to grow in your own way. So you know, you- that's such a good point because just as you are not to fix other people's problems, you can't go to other people expecting them to fix your problems and your point, them just holding space for you. That's mm-hmm. all you need, right? Because the answers are within you. you. You already have the answer. You just need to give yourself permission to tap into that and having a safe place, having a space where you can do that is important. And I I just want to leave with this, this final thing, being who you are, being authentically you in all your glory is a choice. Mm -hmm. And you have to ultimately make the decision to choose you. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So all the things that you want to do for other people, taking care, you know, your kids, your spouse, your partners, your job, all of those other things, you cannot do that empty. You have to be constantly filling yourself up in order to do all the things. And then you fill up and then you do those things from a place of love, not out of obligation. And when you do that, you'll find that, Some of the things that you're afraid of, being overworked, overwhelmed, overburdened, those things will start to fall away because you are operating from your best and highest self, which is love. That energy, that vibrational energy is love. Thank you, Whitney. I just love all that. And in closing, you know, the analogy that I come up with is when you're serving from the glass overflowing, you have much more capacity to serve in a higher 
place because you're serving from your overflow and you can't serve from an overflow when you're not serving yourself at all. So we really appreciate you listening. We'd love for you to comment, to share this podcast with this episode with others that you feel would be valuable for other people to listen to. So where they can also live their life in an authentic way and stop carrying other people. So we're excited that you joined us. We look forward to joining you, having you join us in our next episode where all of us are back together again. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.